The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. You guys, I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you had a chance to get with the people of God and to hear the word of God. And if you didn't, I hope you took the time to read it, <laughs> read it out loud. Ready to practice it this week. So uh, if you want to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. And there's two videos on the top of the, the page. Two hours of Bradley Dean on the left side. If you missed him on Saturday, that's two hours. He can play that up until 3 o'clock today, and then he's live in that little box on the left. And then on the right side, if you hit the play button, uh, you'll get the live feed. You can uh, blow it up on whatever device you've got. You can use uh, Rumble, which will be in the bottom right-hand corner. Click on that. That should take you over into the chat, and uh, you should be able to 
Hook up there with some people. We also have them on DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. We're in Discord. That is in the Rumble uh, video description there. If you want to head over to Discord and you want to use that chat, that's fine. We're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page. Twitch at Setting Rush Fires, and also on Roku. If you've got a Roku device, we're on Cutting Edge TV, and we appreciate those guys carrying us there. Be sure to sign up for our email newsletter. That's right under where we're streaming live, uh, one email a day uh, from us. And that's all the articles that we put out for the day. Me, Bradley, and our contributors at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. So be sure to sign up for that. Also, if you'd like to help us in what we're doing, whether it's on Internet, radio, or out among the people in the 50 states, there's a donate button at the top of the page. Click on that make a one-time donation. Or become a son or daughter of Liberty with us. Uh, that's our monthly partners. And uh, then our store is available. Lots of products in there that you guys have asked for. Great conversation starters for wherever the Lord has you in your sphere of influence. This week we're highlighting the prayer that rocked the Capitol. Uh, this is the one where Bradley was asked to come give the prayer there at the Minnesota State House. And uh, within literally minutes of him finishing the prayer, uh, the Mockingbird Media had just turned the whole story. 2,000 outlets had turned the story out that somehow uh, he, he was out of place in his prayer and saying things that he didn't say in his prayer. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to check that out, it's normally $20. It's 20% off this week only through Saturday at midnight with the promo code PRAYER. Pretty simple, right? Use promo code prayer, save 20% off the DVD. Uh, real quickly, a couple of headlines over the weekend uh, need to be aware of from SonsLibertyMedia.com. The largest earth land grab in human history is taking place right now. Right under our noses, okay? Um, also, more than 100 Disney employees and a former judge were busting the human trafficking sting. That, that's really not, that's come to be the norm now, hasn't it, down there in the Orlando Disney area? This is kind of the norm. Once a year, they bust 100 people or something. That, uh, anyway, also, good news. Breaking. Baby Cyrus was released from, uh, from the state. He's very w- sick and weak uh, from health damage done upon him by the state of Idaho. This came from our friend Captain Carl uh, out there who was running the militia group that was bringing up the protests out there in front of the, the, uh, the courthouse as well as the cop's house who kidnapped him. And uh, I think probably there's a lot of wisdom to be learned after you go through one of those experiences not to let that ever happen again. All right? That's all I'll say about that. Also, SonsLibertyMedia.com. 65 teens arrested, shackled, and jailed because Georgia cops found a small bag with a plant in it outside, outside of a party. Not on somebody, <laughs> outside of a party. 65 teens. This is, this is your war on drugs, folks. It's the same thing as the war on terror. It is a thing going against your rights. I'm not sitting here justifying kids doing what they're doing. I'm just simply saying it ends up being a just it ends up being a war on your rights is what it does. Also, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Father of five was handcuffed and suffocated to death by half a dozen cops for refusing a blood test. Again, I don't know what's what's the deal that it takes half a dozen or a dozen cops to deal with people nowadays. This this is just crazy. It's like they come in like a gang um, in, in many ways, and it's, it's just it's ridiculous. It really is. And then also, it's been 80 days since Maxwell's conviction, and not a single child rapist client has been arrested. And this is the thing that we talk about here on the Sons of Liberty. The thing that's missing in America is justice. And justice, guys, for you guys in the modern church who just hears God is love, God is love, and he is love. There's no question about that. But his character is just. He is a just and a holy God. He cannot bear to look upon sin or lawlessness. That's what the Bible calls it, our lawlessness. Okay. All right, so i got a special show for you today. we got some friends that got up early this morning and, uh, and came on, and I'm really excited about it. Um, A.J. Hurley. Now, we had this story out uh, last week, and we just picked it up from, uh, I think it was, um, what was the group there? 
uh, live action. That's it. And uh, AJ and his wife and, and some, some others that they went to the planned parenthood murder mill that was featured back in 2015. Remember when they were showing that they were selling the baby parts and such? Um, and nothing ever happened. But then uh, Kamala Harris was involved in turning the tables on the guys who were actually exposing what was going on there. Uh, well, these guys were there. And they're warning, they're warning the cops of what's going on there, that they're murdering, they're dismembering the babies, they're, they're selling their body parts. And the cops are all about wanting to arrest them instead of wanting to go deal with the murderers. I mean, I don't know what the disconnect is, the mental malfunction that's going on, uh, but we have uh, AJ here with us this morning, and I want to welcome him to the Sons of Liberty. Good morning, man. Good morning. Yeah, great. How are you guys doing? Doing great, man. How about you? Awesome, man. It's been a it's been a wild uh, it's been a wild week. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you guys are on the East Coast now, right? Yeah, we are actually. Um, I'm actually in the state of New York right now. We uh, we are going. Well, we've been the last couple of days. We've been to the uh, Planned Parenthood that was started by Margaret Sanger. It used to be called the Margaret Sanger Planned Parenthood, um, but then when the BLM riots, they decided that uh, they were going to have to clean up their image because she was too much of a uh, racist eugenicist. So um, <laughs> they they, re- they renamed it. Um, but we've been going out there. I, I just learned the other day that 1% of the abortions in the U S actually happen at that Planned Parenthood one in New York city. Um, just, you know, about a mile from here, me here in New York right now. So it's, it's crazy. They, they murder a lot of, a lot of babies there. So. Well, let's, um, let's, let's kind of back up a little bit, AJ. Uh, you know, we, we had a little bit of back and forth and, and some talk and all. And by the way, I love the voicemail. Howdy, partner. Oh. I, I, I want to say you, it's almost a rendition of the My Patriot guy, or My Patriot Supply guy when he's talking, you know, when he's selling his stuff. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's clever. I love it. But what, help us back up just a little bit. How did yeah. you guys get into doing what you're doing? Because it sounds like what you're doing is you're you're basically discipling people, and you're discipling them by not only teaching them with your mouth, but by your actions. That sounds like what you're doing. How did you get started in doing what you're doing? Wow, um, man, you know it's been a it's been a crazy journey, and um, so I started as a, a respiratory therapist. I um, worked at in the UC system. I worked at UCLA for about seven years. Um, you might have even seen my video. So I got fired um, from UCLA back in October for not um, not getting the vaccine. And so, um, well, not specifically not um, showing them my paperwork, but that's a whole other story. But um, and but. Well, I, uh, so back up a little bit, I started working, I got trained in the NICU, PICU area. So I started working as a respiratory therapist, putting these little babies on ventilators. Um, and I'd been always been pro-life and everything, but I just absolutely loved, um, doing what I was doing. And so I, um, it just, the reality of what's, what was in the womb just became, unbelievably clear to me. And, um, not that it wasn't before, but, um, my wife and I started going out to Planned Parenthood, um, in the mornings and we started trying to adopt babies and trying to, to save babies. And so 
Um, I became aware of, um, of this organization. It's kind of a long story, but um, the guy who started this organization that I've been working with was one of the ones who uh, uh, was one of the, the primary guys with Operation Rescue back in the 80s. Um, and so he started mentoring me and I would work and just do- donate my time with him. And, uh, and then so when I got fired from my job, He's like, man, I just really feel like God's telling me to, to that you need to, I need to hang this up and, and you need to, uh, to take this over. And so that's kind of uh, how I got started at Survivors. It's called Survivors of the Abortion Holocaust. It's been around since 98. Um, and it was, it was basically started as the youth arm of Operation Rescue. So are, are you familiar um, with, with Operation Rescue at all back Back in the eighties, yeah, there. The, I forget the guy's name too. Uh, off the bat, Randall Terry. Yeah, Randall, Randall Terry was there. right. Yeah. I remember that. Now we work with uh, Troy Newman of Operation Rescue today. I guess I don't know if that's okay. a, if that's an offshoot of that, if that's an extension, or what the deal was. But but we do. And Troy's a friend of the ministry as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, we know Troy. We know Troy well. Um, Troy and and um, Jeff. Uh, did Operation Rescue together back. So it was, it was Troy. It was um, a guy named Rusty Thomas. It was a guy named um, uh, Randall Terry, and then a few few other guys. Um, even uh, you know who even was around. In uh, it was uh, I think you might know him because you pl- you played the, uh, one of the little intros from his, one of his videos. But uh, Matt Trujella. Yep. Uh, yep. Matt's a yeah. friend too. Yep. Yeah, yeah, a friend of mine also, and Jason Storms too. But um, uh, a, a lot of the the pro life leaders, um, even abolitionist leaders, that have um, that are kind of some of the most popular guys today have all come through survivors because it's been a youth training group. Um, but then what happened was we started hearing about. Um, so we're centered in California. We started hearing about some of the born alive abortions, some of these, uh, fetal organ harvesting stuff. And we just said, no, not in our state, not, not where God's got us, um, you know, as his, his people just in that area. And so we just started getting involved with this whole thing after the David Delighton videos came out. And it was just so grotesque that, um, that Jeff was like, no, we're stop. We're, we're, we're focusing all our efforts here at UCSF and, um, other places that are harvesting baby organs. Okay. All right. So, so you guys have been in this quite a while then, and you've had a lot of people who've, uh, who've, who've kind of, um, uh, given an example of how to do that. Tell me, what is it when you guys go out? Uh, I know what, what we have when we've been out around here, but what do you guys have out there, uh, when you're, you're out at, and you're, you're protesting, you're, you're showing up and things of this nature. Do you get a lot of opportunities to talk to individual mothers, uh, who are considering that? And what's usually the response you get overall when you, when you speak to them? Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's interesting. So typically, um, Typically what happens, what, what, so this particular fight we've, we've actually taken with the UC. Um, so we, we heard about 
that the UC, and just to give you a, a quick um, description of what's happening. So the federal government is subsidizing abortion and they're not only doing it um, through you know, just giving money to Planned Parenthood. But Planned Parenthood is actually getting um, not just Planned Parenthood, but primarily Planned Parenthood is actually getting uh, money in three ways. They're getting money from federal subsidies that we are um, funding Planned Parenthood. They're they're charging the money from, uh, they're charging the mother's money for their abortions and they're getting money that way. But then also um, they are getting money on the back end by selling these organs to research facilities. So um, the way that we know this is happening is just, I mean, it's not a, it's not a secret. It's, it's, it's federal funding and uh, the $80 million, I think this year, that's the number 80 million will be going only from the government. Um, towards federal um, research uh, grants for specifically for fetal organs. So these uh, NIH, NAAID, Fauci funded uh, fetal organ grants um, for um, for re- federal research projects um, are these institutions are pl- applying for these federal grants. Your tax money is going to these um, these tech these research projects, and then these re- researchers are kicking back Planned Parenthood, Center for Family Planning, is a lot of independent clinics also for uh, baby organs, liver, thymuses, lungs. I mean, we've been getting uh, records requests back for the most grotesque things: clitorises and penises of these. 18 to 24 week old babies. Um, and they are using them for their most disgusting research. They're, they're, they're putting them onto lab rats, um, grafting them, giving them human, human immune systems. Um, all this is going on with your tax money uh, to the tune of 80 to hundred million dollars a year. Um, just only in, uh, federal research taxpayer money. Um, so that's, that's kind of what's going on in our fight. We, we are involved with trying to save uh, babies at the, at, to your question at the, the clinic and in front of the, these clinics also. And we've been very successful. We've, we've saved a lot of lives there too, but we are just engaging in a political fight, um, to stop this, these, these baby harvesting. And I'll go into the most grotesque aspects of that, but that's just the nuts and bolts the the ABCs of, of what's going on with these institutions, right? And in the in the midst of this, it is it is not just a political thing. I mean, we're dealing with the spiritual aspect here. This is the this is the wickedness of men, uh, the sinful heart of man that they can so callously uh, take the most innocent among us and not even just kill them, but something far worse than whatever anybody's seen in some of these videos out of the Mexican cartels or what you'll see out of ISIS, they're doing this to little children, dismembering them, pulling apart their body parts. And then now, you know, as we've seen over the past several years, the issue of taking body parts and selling them. We've done so many reports uh, where they're, where they're looking for scalps, where they're looking for heads. Um, And it's just, and and yet people think this is a civilized society. 
in mm. which you know those who are supposed to represent us are funding this stuff, and those who are the bureaucrats behind the scenes are using it to engage in their Nazi-style kind of experiments and stuff. Let me take, before we get into that, you, you put out a video, and this is, this is where I saw you. Uh, <clears throat> our friend Sean shared this with us, and uh, I just want to play this. It's about five minutes, but people will hear, and I'm going to turn it down just a little bit, AJ, and you chime in wherever you see things that you want to point out to people as to what's going on. But this is the Planned Parenthood you guys showed up. This is in San Francisco, right? Yeah, this is in San Francisco, right um, at UCSF. Okay, um, and I'll get into UCSF, but you can you can play the video. Okay, all right, here it comes. And I will not stand for this is not medical research. This is not medical research. This is ri- ridiculous. Every aspect of the Hippocratic Oath it totally defies this to do no harm. Do no harm. You are purposely. And literally dismembering the most disenfranchised and most at-risk communities and are eliminating a whole class of minorities over this place. And you are doing it while these babies are alive. You're specifically withholding digoxin so these so these babies are born alive. No, no, sir, I will not leave while this is going on. No, sir, I will not leave while this is going on. No, nope, we will not. Sorry. There are no protocols in place for dealing with born alive infants. You we don't even know what Johnson. These babies are born alive up to half of the time. Born oh alive oh and then no, dissected for medical research. This is not this ethical. This is happening right behind you these doors, do I will not leave, sir. No, I will not leave. Let's go outside. This is happening. If you take us, in this the blood is on your hands. These children are 24 weeks. They can survive on their own. Reliable. One more baby. They are literally doing up to 24 weeks of gestational babies. Everyone deserves only a fight for them to defend them. Now, just for the, the, the listening audience, <clears throat> the camera's a little sideways here for the video, uh, but for the listening audience, what you've got here is, it seems like AJS, you and your wife, and you've got a couple of ladies that are helping you here. You're in yep. one of the areas here where there's a desk. And back behind some double doors here is where they're performing the abortions and, and things of that nature. And yeah. while you're calling this out, you've got like th- four cops that have come in, come up, uh, put themselves mm-hmm. between you guys and the the so-called nurses here uh, and, yeah. and what's going on behind there. You're pointing out what's going on behind the doors, and the cops are there not to arrest the baby murderers, the people taking lives. They're there to arrest you for calling for pointing out that they're taking these lives. Exactly. What's what's going on here? This this is a total insanity. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's it's funny because these are actually the nicest cops that I've ever dealt with. <laughs> um, we actually have a great relationship with these cops. I've been arrested by these cops uh, four times now, um, but. But it is when you put it in those terms, absolutely Um, not just that these um, babies are being killed and these people are killing them, but um, that this place is defying federal law by inducing women into labor, not following the Born Alive Protection Act 
And these babies are being born alive as they cut their organs out of them. Oh, my goodness. Up to 50% of the time. And depending on the, you know, so this is infanticide going on. Yeah. And um, up to 50% of the time, based on their own research. So if you go to uptodate.com and you look in induced fetal demise, you will see that this this drug they give digoxin if they withhold that drug to stop the baby's heart that by their very own research these uh, spontaneous abortions and and um, live births happen 50 percent of the time 50 percent of the time the process of birth does not kill these babies the society for family planning even admits this 50% of the time, withholding digoxin results in live birth. Now, why do they hold with, withhold digoxin? Why would they withhold the, um, the type of drug that would kill these babies? Well, because digoxin destroys all of the organs that they need for their sick, barbaric, Nazi re, uh, research projects. Okay. So digoxin destroys their organs. They withhold it. Um, in order to induce these babies alive so that they can get these organs from them. You know, it's interesting. We, on our, on our Saturday show, we, um, we have Kate Shimarani come in. We usually do a health and wellness show. Of course, it gets into some other things sometimes too. And that's something that, that she recently brought up that was going on, uh, with some of the COVID stuff because they were having organ donors, and she said that uh, what they were finding out was in order – and I, I never knew it. I suspected it, but I never knew it. And that is that uh, when somebody goes to, to – if, if they're going to do an organ transplant or something, uh, especially if it's a vital organ and such, the person has to be alive to take the organ from in the first place because if, if they're dead, the organ's no good. That this is what she was saying. So this isn't just about babies. I mean, even even adults. This is some of the stuff that that they have to deal with uh, in that process. But but here are these guys arresting you I, again. It just it's just a disconnect. It seems to me that they would not be arresting those who are doing what you're talking about. But they're going to arrest the people who are pointing the finger and calling it out. But it is California, so they did this with David. Uh, you know, he was calling it out and exposing it, and now the lady yeah. who pretends to be the first lady or the whatever she pretends to be, uh, the vice president or whatever, uh, she was the one who was actually behind going after him. Um, what do yeah. you guys have out there? When you're arrested, what's usually the result of the arrest? You know, God, is, God has been incredibly um, <laughs> given us an incredible favor. Uh, and it's funny because these these uh, leftist policies are end up, end up working against them because I, I always joke about how how San Francisco is the best place to be an activist because if you can steal up to nine hundred dollars worth of goods and services and just walk out and not be prosecuted, well, gr- I mean, if you want to stop baby murder, you know the sky's the limit on what the what you can do before before being arrested. Um, so, I mean, relatively speaking, they it's just been a slap on the wrist. I uh, the the DA is so overwhelmed with cases that you. Know, this trespassing charge, they, they're like, are you kidding me? So I, I've never been, 
I've never been charged a single time, brother. Wow. So, so hang, hang on. So, so these guys, they're, they're arresting you. They take you to the jail, right? Yep. Do they book you in the jail? Oh, yeah. They, oh, they book me every time. But, um, <clears throat> but they don't give you a charge? Well, it's the DA has to press charges. Aha, uh-huh. okay. Right? So he's got all of these, a litany of hundreds of thousands of cases coming through his desk at the time. So all these, all these criminals, are, <laughs> myself included, are, um, are uh, all just most of these cases, unless it's a violent offense or something like that, and the DA wants to take it up. None of these are going to trial. None of these are getting. Uh, none of these charges are even getting filed. Wow, wow. So, so basically, they know nothing's going to happen. They're just going through the motions. And I'm wondering at what pl- at what point you can turn around and charge them with harassment. I mean, how many times are they going to arrest you for the same thing? But they're not going to do anything about it. Seems to me at that oh, point it becomes harassment. Yeah. No. Uh, we. So we. I work with a, a, a lady named Allison Aranda. She's uh, with Life Legal. She's incredible. Uh, just love Allison. They they've been protecting pro life uh, activists for for years. Uh, life legal is incredible, uh, by the way. But and, and if any of you um, guys who are listening maybe are going out to the to the sidewalk or anything and need free legal counsel, um, they they take pro life causes and totally pro bono. So um, they've been incredible. But um, what I was going to say with that. And I totally lost my train of thought. What if I just I got going off on the I love Alice. What did you ask? Me? No, I was just thinking. I was thinking, why would this not eventually be a a lawsuit against the uh, the sheriffs or whoever oh, yeah. it is for yeah. harassment? Since they're not charging you with, since they won't go and and follow through, and they know they're not going to follow through, but they're just going to keep harassing you over that. Yeah. So we've actually. Um, in the beginning, they were arresting us illegally. That was technically an illegal arrest. I was inside, um, you know, I'm, I'm not a moral arrest, but a legal one. I was inside and and uh, trespassing, and so they they charged me with that. But normally, I've been arrested four times there in the front in the front on public property, and the the administrator of the hospital is just basically deputizing these these policemen and getting him to do their dirty work. So we actually have a lawsuit right now um, against the UC uh, for illegally arresting us and harassing us um, simply for first amendment activity. So um, there's already one in, in the works. What can, what have, what have you, have you guys talked to the prosecutors, the prosecutors who want prosecute and prosecute you and said, Hey, here's what they're doing. You, you talked about them violating federal law uh, concerning what they're doing to those babies. Um, what do you, what have you had any response from that? Or have you taken it to them to say, Hey, why aren't you guys dealing with something that's a real crime over here? That's taking place where children are being murdered. Well, okay. So that's a good question. Um, it would be a fool's errand to go to the DA at this point. Um, but what we have started, uh, doing, so the, the UC has a board of regents, And we've been there dozens of times. Um, I've spoken to the Board of Regents. uh, I address them. They know exactly what's going on. Um, Part of the problem is one of the the main guys who sits on the Board of Regents is no other than um, you actually, you you guess who it is. I 
I wouldn't even know where to begin. <laughs> oh, oh well, well, uh, uh, his name is uh, Gavin Gavin Newsom. Newsom. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you you can you can uh, imagine how well that's going to go for us, so, right? So, but we have addressed the Board of Regents dozens of times, and um, just to no avail. There, there's no the the biggest issue here is and and the. the the state already, the DA, um, the DA, well, so when David Delighton um, did his videos, the DA already knows this. The FBI already sees all of his research, um, but the corruption is so strong that um, the only person that's been, that's been um, indicted is him. Not because anything he said was wrong, not right. because any of his research was wrong, not because what these sworn testimony under oath of these people who had been deposed um, said was incorrect. They admitted everything. The only person how, that was ever um, indicted was David because he filmed um, – in a two-party or in a one-party consent state, he was filming people without their permission. Yeah, it's so crazy. 14, 14 count, uh, felony counts, um, and he now next month he will be going to um, to, to start his, his civil case to defend himself. Um, uh, so anyway, so his criminal case to defend himself. So uh i actually had the opportunity of having dinner with david uh the other night um just an incredible incredible guy a total hero i mean the amount of stuff that he has endured kamala harris coming after him at the time and now she's the president so you know i sometimes to answer your question sometimes brother i feel like i'm i'm throwing pebbles at a steel building um with the level of corruption in California. Um, but it's where God has us right Amen. now. And, um, and we're trying what we can do, even, even, uh, to the extent of, of, of less risking arrest to, to try to bring this to light, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's, that's why we wanted to bring you on because we wanted people to hear what you're doing and see what you're doing, uh, and get behind it. I, you know, <clears throat> there was something that happened with the, with the Gosnell issue. Uh, and that's in the state that you're in, right? Wasn't he up in New York? I, uh, oh yeah. In New York. Yeah. yeah. I think he might've been, I'm not, don't quote me on that. I, I, I don't know a whole lot about Gosnell to okay. be honest with you. I should know more, but well, well, the point that I'm making was he was doing this all for years and it wasn't until somebody came in and started exposing what was going on. The whole nation was disgusted with what was going on and they finally, I mean, they took him out and they found him guilty. Um, so they, 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 it can be done. And I know you say it feels like throwing pebbles, you know, at a, at a, a piece of steel or something, but you know, that was probably the way people thought about David too. When he went out there with his little rock and a sling, what are you doing here? You got a nine foot giant. You're going out here. You're a little boy and, and you're going to chunk this rock up here. What good is that? It's where you put the, it's where you put the rock or it's where you put the pebble. It's where you put the stone that matters. It's not so much the size of it. It's where you're, where you're putting it. It's like I tell people, I said, they say, wait. Why would somebody carry a twenty-two? I said, well, you know, I don't carry a twenty-two, but it depends on where you put the shot. If you put yeah. the shot in the right place, you don't need something that big. So I, don't don't worry about that. Just keep being faithful in it. But I, I'm just kind of thinking, how can we work to be smart about bringing that to the light 
and showing it for what it really is. I wonder if there's some insiders. You talked about FBI and some people like that who had investigated. I wonder if they have information that they might turn over that you could get a hold of to where you could put it out in a video to start showing people exactly what these people are doing there. Because to me, I mean, you're talking about stuff. When we heard from the people with Gosnell, you know, they were you know, cutting these little babies, their spines at the back of their neck. They were alive, all this kind of stuff. And what you're talking about there is even as horrendous or far worse than what we saw with Gosnell and his house of horrors up there in the North. Yeah. So, um, things are happening. So, so, uh, the DA in orange County just released some information that, uh, that they had evidence of infanticide and bat and a uh, pregnant woman battery. And I was, I was a little curious about that. I actually asked about that. And what was told me was, you know, anytime, you know, medical battery is basically anytime something that is, you know, against the mother's will or, um, or not illegal is happening. So if, if, if a doctor is doing something to you against your will or illegal, technically it's a battery case. And so the DA actually released, and this is, this just happened, and this is going to be hopefully really good uh, to, to be used in, in his uh, David's criminal trial. But um, basically that the DA admitted he found evidence of infanticide and, um, and medical battery. So I don't think, the, the the FBI, the um, uh, the DA over in uh, California. I mean, they 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 all know this is happening. This isn't a this is not a surprise. It's not a lack of information. This really has to to do with the fact that the people in charge don't care, and they're making too much money off of it. So uh, we have evidence. We have so the. Survivors, my organization, has been working with Pro-Life San Francisco. Pro-Life San Francisco has been putting out FOIA requests, Freedom of Information Act requests to um, to both the UC, to um, various, um, various institutions that are connected along the West Coast. Um, University of Washington, University of Oregon, a lot of these um, universities are all involved in this. Um, some of the largest tissue banks of fetal tissue uh, are places like the University of Washington and, and the University of Pittsburgh. Um, but so basically we can throw freedom of information, public records requests at these, and they have to provide what's going on. At first it tried to stop us, but then um, we basically just lawyered up and they're like, okay, well, they realized they couldn't withhold the information anymore. So we have uncovered invoices for these um, baby parts up to $20,000 for a single pancreas. So this is not just an exchange of goods and for, for services rendered, as they like to say, because technically it's, it's illegal to sell uh, a human organs in 1984, they passed a federal law against that. So they've been getting around it by saying, we're not, we're not, we're not, um, 
profiting. We're just exchanging money for goods, uh, services rendered, just the cost of doing business basically. But we have, we have evidence, uh, we have invoices from the UC up to $20,000 for, for pancreases, livers. Um, and so, uh, we also uncovered a, a fetal organ pricing sheet because in order to get the organs from, from, you know, wherever, what institution they're, they're using, like, uh, Planned Parenthood or Center for Family Planning or Family Planning Associates, whatever, they have to transport these organs. Well, uh, we there's a company, middleman company called ABR um, that was released and exposed during David's hearing. So we, we submitted a re- records request for them for, for their fetal organ pricing sheet. And we actually got a pricing sheet on how much money they are charging per organ to tran- just to transport, to taxi, pick these organs up, deal with them, and then transfer them to these research facilities. So <laughs> per organ, liver, pancreas, everything is listed there. Um, it's, it's not a surprise anymore. Everybody knows this is going on. Um, the, the, the Even research contracts that are published themselves spell exactly out. 18, 20 to 24 week, 24 week old organ we need for this. Baby organ, you know, free from abnormalities. Um, you know, can't be anything wrong with it. We need this particular gestational age. Um, and so we know it's, this is all happening. It's the, the, at first the, the, the the greatest thing that we challenged and hurdle we had was just getting the public to understand that this was happening. Um, we had everything. It's not a surprise anymore. Um, and so, the only question is, are we going to have enough of a public outcry about this that we can put an end to it? So, Well, yeah, and you can't get a public outcry if people don't see it. Um, you know, one yeah. of the things, we've got a little booklet uh, in the store called For the Children, and uh, Stephanie, Bradley's wife, uh, she put it together, and it's big enough where you can put it in your pocket. And um, one of the things is, is that it has all the images, you know, the grotesque images of these children who've been murdered. Uh, And they and I think a lot of it, you know, mom, I can't help but think that moms don't know what's going on in there. Uh, And I think that's where, you know, you've heard some of the stories that have come out. Abby Johnson was one who says, you know, I I had my I didn't know this was it until I went in there and I actually saw what was going on. Uh, it really didn't hit me as to what it was. And I remember reading Ron Paul several years ago when he was saying, you know, the first time or no, it wasn't Ron Paul. It was um, uh, David Kaplan in, the, in his marketing of evil. And he's talking about he one of these uh, doctors that went in his first abortion to see it. It was in college or whatever. And he says everybody in the room was so shocked. They they couldn't they were literally paralyzed and when when they um, when once they got out and they came back in for the second one he says the second one wasn't as shocking by the third one it didn't even bother us that they 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 had already been desensitized to that and here we are seeing these what's called doctors I call them you know paid serial mass murderers is what they are uh, oh, going yeah. in daily doing this kind of stuff and they walk among us free it's just. It's incredible to me. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. sitting here while you were talking, thinking, are these guys looking at these babies like they're a fish to be gutted, you know, and, and that kind of thing? <laughs> or, I mean, they're obviously not seeing them as somebody who's made in the image of God. That's for sure. Oh, it's, it's, it's worse than that. So 
there's a lady who, uh, so one of the reasons why we, we picked UCSF because this is going on everywhere. But one of the reasons why we picked UCSF was because it is the training hub for late term abortion and this practice in the entire world. I mean, everybody comes to UCSF. If you want to get trained in late term abortion, Eleanor dry at UCSF is the place you go to sit under. Um, we had never seen her. She's been an infamous character, somebody what we've really targeted towards in a, a lot of our activist stuff. Um, but um, we've kind of made her the caricature of, of fetal organ harvesting and, and gone after her in that regard. But um, we, the first person we saw when we entered that building, and we'd never seen her in years there, was Eleanor Dry, just by God's she was sitting at that nurse's station and we were able to call out to her, but um, I'll never forget it. So she, in one of her, she talks about the trauma of having to do this for a living. And, and, and it was almost like people were mad at her when she talked about this in one of her um, lectures. And Then she says, she turns to the camera and turns to the audience, and, and then she says, somebody has to bear the burden of this. It's either the mothers or it's us, and I will bear that burden. The level, she, they are making themselves a messiah by taking the burden of dismembering these pain capable, viable children Hmm. in the womb. And as if they were the the messiahs of, of society by taking the moral guilt and burden of dismembering and murdering these kids. Um, When you want to, you know, I've I've talked a, a, a little bit about the whole activist part of this. But the spiritual element is is so vivid to me because this isn't something new, right? The the fundamental lie um, and that that causes this to, to happen is this exchange with with Satan and this exchange with those forces of darkness, you know, um, with evil is, you know. It's the same thing back in 2000 years ago, the, the lore with Molech worship, just, just in Molech worship for most people probably know if they're watching your show, but Molech was this bras, this bras and arms and this, and this idol. And they would heat up his arms to a glowing red hot and they would throw their babies on his molten arms and sacrifice their babies to these demons. And um, the fundamental lore as to why they did that was give us your babies, sacrifice your youth. And in exchange, we'll have your crops grow. We'll give you um, a a, a more of a fruitful, um, you'll, you'll have fertility, you'll have wealth, you'll have prosperity, you'll have the fountain of youth. The same fundamental lie is happening and the same demons are being worshiped. Only instead of a pagan deity, we are giving these institutions that are over us have become the idols that we are sacrificing yep. to. That's right. 
in exchange for prosperity. Get, let me go to college, a career, you know, um, and even the sense that a lot, a lot of these, you know, these, um, research facilities, the research contracts, what are they wanting? Let's, let's, let's hook your baby's livers and thymus glands up to these mice to give them a human immune system so that we can test our pharma drug, pharmaceutical drugs. And these, these, um, these stem cells that are used for, um, beauty products, these babies are literally getting injected or put in creams onto your face. Give us your, the fountain of youth, give us your babies in exchange. We'll make you look younger. It's like this kind of crap that that's like the Cinderella and and the, this wicked witch stuff is in fairy tales are made of, you know, uh, and, well, and, know, in addition it, to that, in addition to that, they're they're using some of these in uh, flavorings in foods and drinks as well. I mean, who came up with that far out kind of idea? Oh, yeah, let's just take uh, aborted fetal cells and let's put those in and see how that tastes. If that isn't Deuteronomy twenty eight, you eating the fruit of your of your womb, I don't know what is. Yeah. The judgments of God yeah. are real. Uh, God has not changed how He deals with the people. Let me let me put let me add this here too. This and everybody knows, you know, my wife and I, we we have ten kids, and at every birth we read Psalm one twenty seven one twenty eight, and this is the spirit. This is what God says He'll do, and He says you don't have to sacrifice your children. He's going to uh, give you all these things. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be added into you not throw your babies out here and kill them yeah. he, he tells you the exact opposite he the scripture says low children are in heritage of the lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward as arrows are in the hands of a mighty man so are children of the of the youth happy is the man that has his quiver full of them not 1.25 kids, but his quiver full of them, and they shall not be ashamed that they shall speak with their enemies at the gate and then when we go over to uh, psalm 128 we read something of the blessing there uh, that it is <clears throat> to have that. Uh, verse 3 says, Thy wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the sides of thine house, thy children like olive plants around thy table. Behold that, uh, thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. And then he says, Yea, thou shalt see thy children's children in peace upon Israel. And the one... It's a blessing to have children, not to take them and give them up for some kind of false promises from demons, and that's what Paul says. You are rightly calling that that the, that's what's behind the idol's nothing, but what's what be, what's behind the idol is a demon, and the people don't even realize when they're going in here and sacrificing their children in this manner too. They're sacrificing it to a demon too. It's just got a human face in front of it. Absolutely, and you know a lot of people like. Um, Bonson used to talk about, I think it was either Bonson or Russia used to talk about the inescapable concept. It's not whether, yep. but which, right? And <clears throat> it doesn't matter. It doesn't depend. You will worship. Society will worship a God, right? A God will rule over society. It just depends on which one. We have rejected the God of Scripture. And in turn, we have given ourselves up to the God. The God of society right now is a bloodthirsty God, a God who demands the blood of your children. He demands your what he can, and and he is a a wicked tyrant. He now we live in a society where we must sacrifice our babies to be to be healthy or wealthy. We, he, he must tell you what you must wear in your face, what you have to put in your body, how you will raise your kids. This is the God 
that we have you know, a freedom because we've given up the, the true lasting a prince of peace. And so, um, but to your point, Satan hates children. And I think I've thought a little bit about this. I don't want it to go too far in this typology because it breaks down at a certain point, but, you know, from its, from, you know, uh, Moses and, and all of the, the rampage against killing the firstborns and everything to Herod to this idea of the Messiah that would come, right? Satan hates children because he wants to get rid of the godly seed that would crush his head. And this, there is something to this, you know, it's the, um, the verse in, in the new Testament says, Satan will, the, uh, the God, God will crush Satan under your feet, you know? Yep. And even, even she, she, you know, um, said to the woman that you'll be saved through childbearing. Right. So, and this is the post millennial guy and me talking to, uh, coming out now, but, um, <clears throat> this idea that not only the Messiah has come, but from him is a godly lineage of children who will bear his image, Amen. who will crush Satan in every vestige of his kingdom reign on this earth until the last enemy defeated is death. Um, <clears throat> so it is no surprise that Satan and his um, minions are desperately trying to snuff out children because from them are, are, are going to go forth um, his own destruction. And so um, we have a war on children in this country. We have a war against um, it's real viv- more vivid than I've ever seen it. The war of good and evil. Um, <clears throat> and so I think um, just these desperate times of injustice are, are going to require incredible acts of, of sacrifice from men um, and women, but uh, from men to lead the charge, man, this, yeah, this pro-life right. movement is full of women. Yeah. AJ, can I ask you, do you want to hang over or just yeah. a couple of minutes? So you got five or 10 minutes you can sure. hang over with. Okay. Let's do sure. that. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell no people problem. you got about, you got about 20 seconds here. Tell people where they can find out more about you. Do you got a page or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. You can, um, you can find me on Facebook, AJ Hurley. Okay. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, you can go to uh, survivors.la, www.survivors.la is our website. Um, you can uh, There's a tab, Born Alive Abortions. You can learn about that. Um, uh, yeah, you, Instagram, Facebook. Um, we are on TikTok now. That's okay. a whole other topic, but uh, okay. you can see our videos on TikTok too. But, okay. Um, All right. We'll have that up. Hang on and we'll pick you up after this. Guys, if you want to finish up okay. the interview with us, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Top of the page there before it's news.com. And we'll see you in the morning at 6 a.m. Lord willing. Adios. Okay, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And uh, AJ, I just want to—I just kind of want to hang hang you over just a couple of minutes and make yeah, sure we got sure. your stuff out here and see if you got a final word because uh, there's some, there's some people saying, "Man, how does this guy? How do they do this constantly?" They they're thinking uh, somebody says, "Man, I'd lose my mind going out here, you know, trying to do this." And I I think that's that's the thing is 
People are called to different ministries. There's no question about that. And God readies you for whatever ministry that, that you're going to be in. I appreciated what you had to say about the God of the society. Uh, I've been called a Christian Taliban uh, and stuff like that because, you know, I, I promote the fact that uh, even our own laws, I've got one behind me here certified from the Library of Congress, that recognizes that uh, the Congress recognized that our laws were to be based upon the Bible. So, you know, this is it. We, there was a time in the United States where we understood who the lawgiver was and who the God of the society was, and we obeyed his law. And that means we carried out just punishments with that, folks. Yes, the God who loves is also the God who punishes, and he gives just punishments. And now we're into a prison system, which is unjust, and a whole bunch of other stuff that we can get into. But I'm glad you touched on that, because every society, like it or not, is a theocracy. And whoever is the God of that society is going to determine what the laws are and is going to determine what the punishments are. And people have to get that in their heads, that whatever the, the culture deems as the God becomes the lawgiver. And the only yeah. one who is going to be just in that matter is the Creator, the Lord Jesus Christ. And the only way you can find that is to look in the Word of God, the Bible, for those things. And that is a, you know, it, some people say, oh, well, that's some horrendous things. It, well, then don't go do the things that's going to get you a death penalty. <laughs> you know, don't, yeah. go, don't engage in those things if that's what's going to be. Um, so, so I'm glad you brought that up. Would there be a final word you would give people as to... Maybe if they want to, if they have a desire to do what you're doing, but they just don't know where to start or anything, could you give them a tip on that and maybe an encouraging word? I don't want to end on something. You're getting in the post-millennial, and I like that. Um, Something of hope for people. I don't want people to be discouraged by what they're seeing. I want them to be angry, but I I want them to to have a way in which they can can bring some action rather than just saying – Oh, it's just going to hell in a handbasket. No, we can turn the tide, but but we've got to do the right thing. Yeah. Um, well, get a hold of me if you want to. If you want to learn how to get involved with this, if you want to train your kids to get involved with this, um, my organization specifically trains youth activists, and you can come. Uh, we have a we have a uh, summer even a summer um, camp this, this summer, you could come along with your kid and I can teach you how to do all this um, to file public records. I would say start, start just going to your local Planned Parenthood or your local abortion mill by your house. um, And then uh, start filling out public records requests to, to some of the, um, medical research institutions. Uh, if you live near a major city, um, this is going on all over the place. Um, and the, the only way to really figure it out is just to submit public records or anything on fetal organs or fetal research. Um, but I mean, we've been able to see amazing things. It's not, it's like you said, it's not doom, doom and gloom. The amount of joy that you get as a man just fighting. If we all stood up, just took our, took our, a godly role as men and women. Um, and I like to harp on men because there's no men in this movement. And so, man, just own your calling as of God to, to stand up against this wicked generation, go to your, your local abortion mill and sit outside. And it's simple. You could just say a few phrases. We'll adopt your baby. 
it's not too late to, to turn around. Let us help you. Um, just these, these, you know, love will find a way. I mean, they just, these simple phrases turn, change lives. They save lives. Um, and, and, um, or just even preaching the gospel. Hey, you know, I know you're here. You're on damage control. Let us help you to repent, turn away. Let, let us help you. You know, uh, we're, we're here to we'll give you financial resources and anything. And so, um, God will be your God and he will supply every one of your needs. But in order to be that vessel, you have to put yourself in an uncomfortable scenario and actually just show up, let him do the rest. So that's, that would be where I started. And that would be my encouragement, brother. Amen. Amen. Let me ask you one final question. Um, the, the, the ladies that you, you encounter, uh, you guys encounter maybe one-on-one and you're talking with them about this. Mm-hmm. What's the number one thing that drives them to this? That, that you see, do you see a common thread in most of the women that you talk to that drives them towards wanting to murder their child? Uh, yeah. Fear and, um, desperation. Uh, well, I mean, it's hard to say because there's different levels, right? There's different layers, fear, desperation, but deeper. I mean, uh, if you wanted to peel back the real reason deeper, it's, it's selfishness and sin, right? You know, I, it's, it's, I, I'm going to kill my baby because ultimately I'm afraid I'm not going to have a good life. I'm going to, I'm afraid, or I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to take care of it or I'm, it's just fear and, and selfishness, to be honest. I mean, that might be a harsh thing to say, but it's, it's true. Um, so a lot of times it, there's just no men around and the men that are around are just trying to use these women. So desperation, fear, desperation, and, and sin and selfishness, to be honest, that's, that's, that's what. So most of them don't, most of these that you run into there, they are single women. They're not, they're not usually married or anything like that. I, I've heard of very um, few that are like that. Uh, that are what? That are, are married. married. Yeah. Um, most of them aren't, but uh, you'd be surprised, man. I mean, I, I get, I, I meet, meet mothers that are saying, oh yeah, we're walking in what's, we don't want to have another kid. We have three kids already. So um, we just can't, you know, some of them driving Mercedes Benz coming in, you know, just yeah. wow. convenience. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, thank you, AJ. We, we appreciate you joining us this morning, early in the morning and, uh, and coming on and God bless your efforts there and what you're going to be doing today there. Uh, how many people are you going to be, you guys going to be uh, meeting up with what time and, and where at, if you want to put that out, maybe there's somebody in the area that wants to come join you. Yeah, um, we'll be uh, at actually we'll be at Times Square. We're, we're doing an abortion image display today at Times Square, um, so that should go over well. So, so please uh, just pray for us. We're gonna we're gonna show uh, aborted victim images, um, and uh, right there in Times Square, there we're out there with Created Equal Project Truth, Tiny Heartbeat Ministries, Pro Life Michigan is out there. Um, a bunch of just great believers. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're going to be out there in the midst of, of the chaos today uh, and all this week in, in, um, in Times Square, just showing Israel her abominations. Amen. So that's right. Amen. Amen. Uh, now you're going to, guys going to be uh, doing some Facebook lives and stuff like that. We could pick it up, throw it out on the website or something like that as well. Sure. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be, 
I'll be doing Facebook lives at survivors.la. That's survivors of the abortion Holocaust Okay, is uh, my Facebook for the organization. Um, and I, I, sometimes I'll do it even through my own AJ Hurley. Uh, so you can go there. Um, I'm almost to my friend limit, so you, you, you might have to just follow me, but, um, but, uh, uh, yeah, if I, if I see that we're mutual friends with you, I might uh, just push the, the accept button. So, um, but yeah, but you can always follow us on, on, uh, survivors of the abortion Holocaust, uh, Facebook pro- profile too. So. Okay. And okay. All right. What we'll do is we'll link that up in the archives, guys. So that'll be on sonsoflibertymedia.com a little bit later on today, just like we do all the morning shows. You can do the video, you can do the podcasts, and all the stuff that we mention here, and you'll have those links. And then uh, I'll try to keep an eye on them. Usually it gets pretty busy, but I'll try to keep an eye on your page. And if we get something there, we'll put that out as well. AJ, thanks so much for joining us, man. And uh, hang on, and I'll say goodbye to you off air. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And then, Lord willing, we'll be back with you in the morning, 6 a.m. Talk to you then. Adios.